I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back or welcome if you're new. I am excited for this episode. I get so excited talking about team building. Honestly, I was born for this. I love it so much. I get obsessed with it and it's what I spend a lot of my time doing. So I'm always excited when I can share this with you guys. Um, It's definitely relevant to marketing too because you can implement this in your marketing department like we did. This was specifically around my own internal marketing department. But I am excited to share it with you because I think um, the people I've shared it with were like, this is so good. So backstory on this. Um, I have focused, you know, I focused so much of the last really two years on growing my team, but specifically growing my team to deliver for our clients. Like that was obviously my top priority. Um, It was what I put so much of my time and effort into putting in processes, like obsessing over the processes and the checklists and the templated emails and everything we like, we have, we have the best processes out of any agency, like hands down, I will argue that with you because we're good at it. And I'm good at thinking that way. And I, you know, I'm lucky to have that skill as an entrepreneur, like a lot of them lack it where I can think in process and I can think in breaking down things into small pieces. And so I've put so much of that energy into my delivery of our ads team. But what I, where I didn't really put it was into our own internal team. So like my marketing department, my sales department, operations and HR internal, like everything happening internal. And that's really what I'm responsible for now. That's a majority of my direct reports. So now that like the delivery was really, it's been fully off my plate for a while, but, um, and, and I just, I don't know, I was, I had this like block, like we've really struggled with my marketing department, my own internal marketing department. I've been through too many people, you know, coming and going into the role cause they weren't a right fit or whatever. And just frustrating in the amount of like creating funnels and, and projects and getting it done in my own company has been frustrating for me and a struggle for me. And I was talking to um, my friend, good friend and coach Alex Sharfin about it. And he's like, Emily, that's because you're so good at marketing. Like, of course, that's going to be really hard for you to outsource like the entire marketing of your company because you're still trying to drive it all. You're still trying to drive the strategy and you don't think anyone can do it better than you. And I remember we were we were going for a walk like, I don't know, it was a month ago, which is great. Like, I love this because I implement everything he says and like, it's so good. So anyways, we were going for a walk like a month ago and I said, I said this statement to him. I said, 
well, no, nobody else can do that or something like that. Those words came out of my mouth. And when I said them, I was like, oh, crap. Like, that's the worst thing to say to Alex Sharfin because he will challenge you and prove you wrong. And like, that was me a year and a half. A year ago was nobody can do client strategy calls. I was like, nobody can do client strategy calls. I do them intuitively. There's no way I could train it. There's no way I could have a process for it. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just get on a call and I do it. Nobody can do it like me. And so I said it like it just came out of my mouth. And as soon as I said it, I started laughing and I was like, I said like probably the F word. <laughs> and I was like, dang it, you caught me. You know, I'm not outsourcing this because I don't think that I can outsource it because I think I'm intuitively doing this. So of course he challenged me. And, and, and I've, as soon as I said it, I knew it's not true. If you ever think nobody can do what I do in anything in your business, like you're wrong. And I've learned that and I've proven that to myself which is why I know that when I say, when that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, something is wrong. I'm doing something wrong. So I said that with the marketing and he helped me see like what I haven't done is basically all the work that I did for the ads team and documenting processes and how I think and everything we do, um, I hadn't done that for my marketing team. So of course people weren't being set up for success. And of course it was this constant struggle and frustration for me. So what I did was I created, I, I literally took three weeks. I like dug down, like broke everything in our marketing and documented everything. Now, here's the thing. When we think of documentation, I, a lot of times I want somebody else to do it for me, but the problem is it's in my head. And so what I hadn't thought about was documenting things like this is how you get an email approved by me, or this is how you build a funnel at Hirsch Marketing, not just the technical steps to building a funnel that I could have somebody do that. I, that I am having somebody else do because I don't know all the technical steps, but I have my own strategies and the way I think about things. That's like, how I like landing pages, how I like emails written for our company, how I like the aesthetic of our brand to look, how I like, um, anything around our strategy that I think is like intuitive that I'm just like what I was doing was I was assuming that people would just know that like oh well that's good strategy and my marketing coordinator who I hire should know that and be able to read my mind I wasn't thinking through like they should be able to read my mind obviously but I kind of was in my head I was assuming like well that's just the way it's done but it's not and so I never like it was this huge light bulb moment for me because I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, two years ago, I documented the Hirsch process for our clients and I documented how to do those strategy calls and how to manage our client ad accounts. And I got all of this stuff out of my head that I thought I was doing intuitively and I had to find people who could just also do it intuitively, but they're not. Everybody's going to have a different perspective, different experience, um, you know, different things that they bring to the table in your company. And you have to treat, teach them your way. And so Alex was like, you need to make the Hirsch way for doing your own internal marketing. And it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> why did I not think of this? And he's like, and then when you do it, give it to me because I want it for my own company. So I, so I made, I ended up making a, a 30 page, um, it's our marketing playbook and it's like everything. And, and I gave it to Alex and he's like, this is so good. And he's going to knock it off for his business. But it was like everything, everything to success. Like now we had a marketing coordinator start on our first day. I handed it to her. Here's our marketing playbook. And it has everything from 
um, every e- every funnel we have and its goal, um, all of our active like campaigns and sequences we have, but then also like how I like emails being written, how I like funnels being built, how to get something approved by me if you're going to send it to me. And you guys, I literally wrote like, if the copy, if you would not opt in to this copy on a landing page that we built, it is not good enough. Don't send it to me. Like ask yourself that question. But I was assuming like that might sound obvious to you. And I was assuming that my team members would just do that, but they're not, they're not going to do it unless I say that. So I made checklists where you have to ask yourself, does this copy sound good? Does it make sense? Does it flow? You know, does, I don't know what else I put. I should pull it up, but it, but I put like things that I thought were really obvious and I, I put them inside of this playbook. And so what that did was I got to hand it to our marketing coordinator and set the foundation of like, here are my expectations and here is how you work with me and here is how you do run the marketing at Hirsch Marketing. And I had never done it before and it's made the world a difference. Our new marketing coordinator is a week into her role and it's like night and day from my last experiences. Now we also updated the hiring process on that. Um, we redid the test. We, we did not rush a hire. We had like three weeks that we didn't have a marketing coordinator. So we like had no marketing department and I had to run it for temporarily. So we just cut back on projects. We slowed things down. We are like, we're not rushing this hire. We're going to do it right. And I said, and they're not starting until I have all the documentation I need to hand to them so they can start with success. So I made this massive marketing playbook where I documented everything I thought was intuitive that I was doing. And I would just sit there. And what I did was I thought of like all the times that I maybe had been frustrated (laughs) in the past with somebody, assuming that they were going to do something and then they didn't. And I just wrote those things down, like in a way that was like, here's how you do it. And this is a working document. We're going to continue to add to it. But again, it's made a world of difference. And now here's the, the, that was the big epiphany I had because I right now have to work on um, training one team member to replace one of my high level executives. And so somebody below her is going to replace her. And she's been working directly with me for about a year and she's leaving in 2020. So she gave me, you know, plenty of notice and it's, it's all good, but I'm, we're having to like train someone. And I think what we, the epiphany I had is the training that we often give people is very tactical. It's like, here's how you do the role. Here's how you check things off your list. Here is your list. Like here is what you do. It's your task list. But there is a lot of um, unsaid things that happen in a role that unless you document, I would have a very hard learning curve with this new person. So let me give you an example. This team member gives me updates. She gives me updates on critical clients. She, you know, communicates a lot of things to me. She's like a liaison through several team members. And I'm like, if we don't document how you're communicating with me and like how that process works, this person coming into your role is never going to know how to do it. And so I want to think through like all the times in the last year, as much as we can think of, that you and I have had something where I had to almost correct the way something was being communicated or the way something was being done. And there wasn't, there wasn't frustration, but there was that feedback. Let's think about all those examples and then write them down. And so we made, we're making a, what we're calling a playbook for every role 
so that that that's documented. So here's another example. We have our um, our internal strategist. She does all of our client strategy calls and you could easily say like we're not retraining she's staying but like we're still documenting her role and going over it with these guys because like this is it's just so much easier to be this proactive kind of communication than the reactive when something happens so for her you could easily say um you know your job is to do client strategy calls here's how you do the client strategy calls then here's how you send the presentations and like here's your checklist the pieces that aren't said are things like you have permission and it is your job to question strategies that you think are bad strategies from clients coming in. Or you have, you know, like giving them that permission that like you need to own your role and here is how you own your role. Those are unsaid things. Like I may assume that she would question a bad strategy and she does obviously do that. But like we we would have we maybe at one point had to have that conversation of like wait a second why'd you agree and she's like because I was trying to please the client and we're like no we do it this way I don't want to have that conversation again so document we document it so we are making a how to have success in this role in all all roles and that's it started with the marketing person and that I made and then I'm sharing it with other team members and I'm like I want you guys all to do this because anytime you have that kind of like uncomfortable frustrated feeling with a team member like most of the time it's not the person it's actually like unsaid expectations you assumed something or you were really lacking process and for me like we were really lacking process in our marketing and that's why I had people not set up for success and that's why I was like this time we are not hiring someone until I can do all this and I can like I literally like for at least a week straight, but it took me two total weeks to do it all. But a week where I like, that's all I did. I had like four hour chunks where like I didn't talk to anybody. I was like just doing this. And um, I documented how to have success in the role. And I put things like things that I would have, you know, one thing I put was keep our Google Drive organized. Like, because for me, it's a massive pet peeve when people create documents in my Google Drive that are not in the team drive. So then they're like in their drive and I can't find them and then they're not organized. Like I need them in the folders and I need them labeled and organized. And so I put that there because that's like a massive pet peeve of mine. And so why would I not put that there? Why would I assume? I think I was assuming like, oh, this person should come in and keep the drive organized because that's what a good employee does. But like, they're not going to think about that unless you tell them like that is the expectation and it's an important part of your role because otherwise it drives me crazy and you're reporting to me. (laughs) So I put all these things in there and it was like being able to break down projects, everything what I did for the marketing person was I really just sat there for a lot of reflection time and I would come up with things two days later. So this is not a document you can create in one day. You, you're going to think of things in like two days. In fact, I'm still thinking of things because every time there, there was a situation or there is a situation where I'm like, oh, they should have known that. Or um, I was frustrated about something or I got on a call and it's like, here's my, the way I delivered it. And I was like, that did not meet my expectations. That's on me because I didn't clarify the expectations. And so I documented things that like I was assuming people would know and do and then they weren't and then I was getting frustrated and it was like this loop and it was just a massive epiphany and it's really made such a difference in onboarding a new team member where you can hand them this document and it's like 
here is your how to have success in your role. Here is all the information about your role. Like here's our processes, everything that I could think of. And again, it's a working document and it's made, it set them up for success. And if you have that, then that way, you know, well, then if the person doesn't work out, then I know it's the person, but I had every, you know, I have everything possible to set them up for success from the checklist to the processes, the SOPs, and then my own, you know, documentation. And it was just something that only I could do that piece. Only I could get that information out of my head. And then from here on out, like I should be able to remove myself from the marketing department. Um, So that is the huge epiphany I had. And I think everyone should make a playbook for their different departments and or um, positions in their team and really think through that, like especially if they're a direct report to you. But then I'm having, you know, my my executive team, my managers who manage people do the same. I'm like, if you are frustrated, like if, if you have if if we have a frustration about an ads manager or about somebody and it's like this common theme, then we need to just straight up write it out and say this is the expectation in the role and then reference back to it very easily when it's not getting met because people are not going to meet your expectations a hundred percent of the time that's not realistic especially if they don't know what they are but often even if they don't if they do know what they are but if you've like already already referenced that that's your expectation and you already have that like foundation set it's so much easier to remind them and they'll be like oh yeah sorry like I, I missed that or I forgot about that and they'll just start doing it than it is if that was like it's like an un you know spoken expectation as I'm saying this I'm like oh my gosh this has to do with marriage like relationships that's all it is guys like managing a team is all about that relationships this is why I should do this for my husband I'll make a playbook um how to have success how to have success being married to me that actually is a good idea. I actually like that idea because same thing though, like this is just relationships. We have, we, we expect people to meet our expectations hundred percent of the time. We're mad or frustrated if they don't, but we never even said what those expectations are and how often do we do that with our team members. And so that was my epiphany. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.